You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm John, I'm your host for this evening. And this is not a podcast from last season you're listening to, even though it is just Chris and myself that's on. How are you doing, Chris? I see people can tell that because you're hosting. <laughs> last well, season it was me. <laughs> aye, exactly. Uh, so I, John, uh, still alive after the stag. It's just right. Uh, <laughs> but I can't make it. I think you only got home earlier on today, so... Aye. Aye, he's been tied uh, to a lot of postings then. Aye. <laughs> Hamish, I thought Hamish might be on after Hearts won a game, but uh, no, nah, he's too busy preparing for Cheltenham horses, I mean. So, aye, he's not on either. And Craig, he's seen a blind one, is it? Uh, I think so, aye. aye. There's probably a few jokes uh, about that one. I bet he answers the door uh, just at the shower. Never mind. I, I thought maybe it was a referee that he was seeing or something like that, but. Aye, well, I'm sure we'll get on the referee shortly. Aye. Uh, so, charity bet. It was looking pretty good. Uh, Chris Set. had been updating it. Yep, second week in a row, at half time, everything's looking good. Aye, Chris had been updating it on Twitter. Hearts are winning. Only just before half time, they could go. Our both were winning. Fourth were winning. It's looking good. We're thinking, show me the money. And then, an old. An old uh, promising youngster, should I say? <laughs> uh, Derek Riordan, Edinburgh City. Yeah, Derek Riordan, of all the names. <laughs> Even I had to laugh when I seen that, because he hit one of the two goals for Edinburgh City. So, aye, uh, Edinburgh City came from behind to beat Forfa. Um, so, yeah, another mm-hmm. charity bet scuppered. Ah, I think, I think that's Forfa banned for the charity bet now, because they've done this too many times now. Aye, I think we've only pre- I think we've maybe only got two teams left to bet on now because we've banned most of the teams uh, this season. But, uh, aye, for four sake, I think it was. Aye, that was it. Was that was a polite version. That was me too. Before, aye. Uh, I liked it. I've seen it tonight, but I did like it. <laughs> um, so aye, uh, it was unsuccessful. The other bet, Craig Malcolm did score. Right. However, After it was a equaliser. Aye. So, you can, so blame, you can blame a defence or give away the penalty. Aye. At least he scored. So, that, we were kind of close with that one. Uh, so, I will see what happens this week. Don't we say that every week. Uh, football itself, I suppose, started Friday with the Championship. Yep. The big game. Um, Dundee United is probably the last, last it, chance, maybe, to aye. get back um, in the race. I think we can all but congratulate Hubs for... Uh, Winning the championship at this point because it's all done. Aye, it looks like it. Wasn't uh, it good game, I like. I think like, other than the goal, which was a decent goal, uh, the only other real talking point that was the uh, the Cummins handball. Jinky was just bored. Maybe oh, I, don't I don't know. It was just me. A daft one. <laughs> it made me laugh. It made me sit to laugh laughing. Aye, aye. Probably though. If you're going to get sent off. That's the way to do it. And it was like, like Dundee United spent an hour in the game being down to 10 minutes of with Toshney getting sent off. So, uh, I thought that was like, like it. <laughs> I'm just going to go over it. Why would you do that? It's a, you're already in a yellow card. You're winning 1 0. You've got the extra man. Why? Ah, <laughs> uh, he's obviously still got a wee bit of daftness in him, I think. But, aye, uh, Hibs came out 
winners in that one. So, aye, it's looking pretty good for them. Morton managed to leapfrog Dundee United. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because they beat Queen of the South in the evening kickoff on Saturday. They had an evening kickoff again this Saturday against Falkirk. Ah, they seem to be getting on Alba quite a bit recently. So. Um, and that's extended Morton's unbeaten record to something like 19 games at home. So I, uh, I read earlier. I think they've got the best home record uh, in Scotland. Because if he st- stretches back to when he came up for the, the League One as well. Like it goes back further than uh, what Celtics and obviously Celtic have been unstoppable. Aye, I think I read it was 19 games. I think it was like two games from last season and then whatever games from this season or whatever, I don't know. But good record anyway. Um, and that's, I bought a couple of games in hand in Falkirk as well. So. Aye. I mean, it's crucial on that second spot because if you can get in the second spot, you get, you get a buy through the first round of the, the playoff. So. Exactly, yeah, yep. There's still a lot to play for. I think United have got a couple of games over Falkirk as well. So, uh, still, we know it's going to be day three in the, the playoff. Um, Hibs are, was it six points clear with Falkirk at the moment? Aye, we're game in hand as well. So, uh, we know Hibs are pretty much going to win the championship now. It's going to be Falkirk, Morton and Dunn United in the playoff. It's just a case of deciding what order that's going to be. And it's pretty tight. There's only four points between Falkirk uh, and Dunn United. So. Absolutely. Um at the other end of the table, we were saying about St Mirren, uh, they got a draw, so not too bad as out back to our point. They midweek when they lost to the Rovers. Aye. So they're they still did. four behind Ayr, um, who lost to Falkirk at the weekend there, and yes. they are uh, still eight behind Race Rovers, so had they beat Race Rovers midweek, maybe it would be a lot tighter for them, but aye. Okay. So disappointing way to follow up the, the decent performance against Celtic. Aye, and then Dumbarton thumped Wraith Rovers 4-0 on Saturday, so that pulled them above Wraith Rovers. Yeah. Um, so aye, kind of still quite interesting down there to see what happens. And aye, St Mirren and Ayr, there's four points between them now. Still so, tight. I mean, that could still be enough for St Mirren to pull themselves out of it, but you don't really want to be playing the playoff if you can avoid it. Aye, well, St Mirren played uh, Wednesday night. They've got Dundee United at home, but don't know whether they might pick up points there. Be a lot to play for in that league anyway. Uh, Aye, just move on to the Premiership. Yeah, I was going to say probably best game of the weekend would have been Albion Rovers 3 and Airdrie 4. Aye, Mark Wilson's the manager there, isn't he? Aye, he's he's involved in the management setup anyway. He'll come back. So like three, they came back three times, I think. Uh, aye, so far. Right. So it was, it was, I mean, it was exciting. I mean, uh, aye, it was a last-minute winner as well. After um, Hutton had been sent off. <laughs> so, aye, how much more excitement you want? Yeah, aye, right, three, three times, because Airdrie took the lead and were one up at half-time. Then Albin Overs came out and scored the second half, only for Ryan to score for Airdrie again, put him back in front. Wallace then levelled. Russell gave Airdrie the lead again. Alvin Overs equalised with a penalty in the 89th minute. Hutton gets sent off in the 90th minute. McIntosh scored in the 91st minute. <laughs> so, value for money. Definitely. And it'd be nice if BBC had a match report that goes with it, but no, they've just got the score. Nah, you'll get a match report on the <laughs> SPFL website. Or you'll get a brief. Something on it, anyway. But aye. Uh, the Premiership itself. Start of Aberdeen. Not much really to say apart from 
they could have won. It was um, a bit of a come down from 7 2 earlier in the season. In the same aye. Stuff. Yes. Played Motherwell too much. He's probably just getting bored of playing them. Oh. Uh, I think Motherwell pretty much set up just to contain Aberdeen, which is the way that's going now for a lot of teams now coming to Pataudry. So, uh, thankfully, after much uh, perseverance, we get the, the stoppage type and goal, which there was a few of at the weekend um, across yeah. the leagues. Now I'm again getting the, on the score sheet. Aye, and and obviously, good result for Aberdeen given the, the other the results over the weekend. Aye, it was. Uh, the other thing as well, obviously, Hayes with the assist, clean sheet as well. Uh, chances wise, I've only seen high, so it wasn't in the game, but looked like we had a few kind of half chances. Uh, they weren't really hard, but kind of, I think it was more kind of behind them uh, with an instinctive save from Samson. Yeah, the long range effort from McGinn. There was Shinny at the back post. Maybe should have scored. And McLean had a kind of long range effort. Uh, McLean's a player we'll probably come on to later when we talk about the Scotland squad. Yep. Um, so I, I don't think there's much more to say about Aberdeen apart from I got a win. And that's all. Oh, eight wins in a row since first time since 1986. That's in all competitions, mind you. Not just the league. Sits in the league. Uh, but you've cup games as well. But I was reading earlier, SBL stats saying that we've got a long way to go to try and match uh, our previous record, which is 1954 to 55 on 21 in a row. Oh, aye, aye, you're a wee bit off that, yep. So, aye, a wee bit off that. So, if we get any bit close to that, we'll be doing really well. Actually, you're not even halfway, yeah. <laughs> Um, obviously a big game as well coming up at the weekend against Hearts after Hearts had a good win yeah um, oh I was going to come on to it but um, this weekend is the first chance Celtic have got to clinch the title but it needs Aberdeen to lose and Celtic to win and I really don't see Aberdeen losing because like you say you're on this great run at home and Hearts are rotting away from home so that's my my first start of the night (laughs) aye probably moves us nicely into the Hearts game to Mm. be fair yeah, I mean, uh, like it, the the difference between Hearts at home and Hearts away has been pretty clear this season. And again, they they, they gave Hamilton a bit of a hiding. A four 0 win. They did. It looked like a dominant performance. Um, and I Jim scored just before half time. Which probably again goals like that change half time team talks. Yeah. Um, so a rare goal from him for him this season as well. He's not been as effective as he was last season. No, it's it's been unusual that you would you would have thought my bed had been about uh, just kicked on from where he was last season. But no. I think they've had him playing deeper at times from what Hamish was saying. But uh, Carlos seems to change it back to him playing further forward. So I think probably Hearts are at their best when you've got uh, Walker, Nicholson, and Jim. It's the three behind the main striker. Again, Jimmy Walker's probably a player that. Could have been in contention, I think, for the, the Scotland squad. Uh, he, but he plays Hearts tend to play, so I know that's a bit of a cliche, but he <laughs> does seem to be influential for in Hearts more than anybody else in that team. Aye, uh, uh, he could have been a, a shout of a, a Scotland court, but wasn't he beat? Aye. Um, Hamilton, since they played Albert, since they played us, they've lost 10 goals in two games. They probably should have lost a, kind of, a few against us as well, but um, aye, they need to start picking up points because Inverness are picking up the odd point here and there. Yeah, I don't, Inverness are a point behind them. Now. Um, I, I think like 
Martin Cannon was moaning about his defending last weekend when he was at Ibrox, and I don't think it was any better this week either. No. Aye, it certainly wasn't. And then the, the last goal for Hearts, Mallory Martin, it's a free kick. Woods has got to do better there. And, and the wall, I think, uh, Thompson or Stuart Aye. mentioned it in the sports scene. That wall was uh, The wall was amazing. Terrible. Aye. And I think that might have... That would be the thing that would let me give the keeper the benefit of the doubt because the wall just doesn't do his job. So, you, you, as a keeper, you're expecting the wall to do, to do the job, and if it doesn't, then it's a big, go- big old goal. You've got to block yourself. Aye, we end up scoring three goals from three kicks. One was an indirect free kick. Mm-hmm. The one that whereby obviously the keeper thought that he'd blown for a uh, blown for a foul, so he picked it up. It's obvious that he's thought he's thought that because there's no way he would have picked that up. Otherwise, aye, I think yeah, you're probably right. Like, you um, so, but I give the free kick and then indirect and then Conselves scored, and then you had Jamie Walker with his free kick, and then you had Martin with his free kick. So set pieces shows the importance of set pieces. Shows the importance of making the mess them, and it also shows the importance of being able to defend set pieces. <laughs> yes. Uh, that, that coupled with the fact that Inverness get the, the equaliser um, for Hull, that means it's incredibly tight at the bottom again. Yes. Has it been anything else this season? <laughs> no, it's not. And Inverness could go all over Hamilton this weekend because they've maybe got a more favourable fixture. They're playing at home against Ross County, whereas Rangers. Uh, sorry, Hamilton got to Rangers. Aye, it's uh, <laughs> not, not exactly a good place Hamilton went to be going after conceding six goals there last week. No. Like Dive Rocks. Uh, aye, Inverness, Ross County. I'm surprised that wasn't this weekend, given they tended, like, I know previous, and they've kind of put derbies together. Yeah. But, uh, they seem to have gone with Inverness, Ross County this weekend. It's nice on the telly, which is disappointing. <laughs> I know why it's not on the telly, because. One Celtic away from home, and they always go for Celtic Rangers away from home. But obviously, a big game with Audrey's a, a game you want to pack up as well. Yeah, I. It'll be interesting if Inverness can, if Inverness can win that. It brings, maybe yeah. brings things even closer as well. Because you even then start thinking, or oh, maybe the teams that like a party thistle and get dragged get dragged back into it. Oh yeah, I mean party thistle are top six at the moment. Um, they're, they're sitting, but they're, they're still only 10 clear Inverness but you're looking at if Inverness were to win uh, and, and nothing else happens around them they'd overtake Hamilton they'd only be a point behind Motherwell and Ross County so you're kind of rolling them into it there's a bit of a there's, a there's a three point gap at the moment between Dundee in 8th and Ross County in ninth. but of course Dundee are hosting Celtic this weekend Aye the one thing though about Partick Thistle is it's not just the fact that they've had four good results recently like apart from Losing to uh, Aberdeen and St. Johnson um, in the start of February, there are some like the other games they've picked up. They've picked up points recently as well. Before that, so they're in good form even before the four games recently. So yeah. I think they'll be all right. I I, I, I do think Partick Thistle are in a good shot of getting that top six spot. And we've, I've, I mean, I've been saying it on here for weeks that if you get that top six spot, it's a get out of jail free card because. You're not really expected to catch anybody above you, but what it does mean is that you've got five games where you don't need to worry about the relegation. <laughs> Whereas exactly. Plus just the entire bottom six is going to be playing for that relegation, and, or at least to avoid the, the playoff. 
plus a guaranteed that bit of extra money as well, which yeah. is a big thing for Party Thistle. Yeah, and, and you'll get fixtures against the, the big teams as well, which might be a big yep. draw, even away from the money. Be, you'll, you'll probably get the, the bombs and seats as well. Aye, which will get more money as well. Yeah. Get money. Um, so I got there. The defending, though, I would have to say for uh, the equaliser was pretty poor. Yeah, it was no one really even seemed to challenge Boren. Um, no, so. they, given how late it was as well. I mean, Partick will be kicking himself with that one. 90 seconds. Uh, yeah. You had Chris Dillon, 99 goals he's on now for Partick Thistle. Is he? So, I never aye. thought that. Oh, okay. um, so, just in the, the week that Chris Boyd reached 100 for Kilmarnock. Yes. Did you, did you see the start from SPL stats on that one? I did. I'll let you have it. I'll let right. you have it. He's only it. the second player to score 100, over 100 top flight goals for two Scottish clubs, and the first being Jimmy McCall of Celtic and Hib. Had you heard of him? Did you, did you know Jimmy McCall? No, did that's the him? second time this week I've looked at somebody and went, uh, who? <laughs> and they played for Celtic. Aye. There was, there was some day it was like they scored like 127 goals for Celtic or something and I'd, like Tommy McAnally I'd never heard him turned out he played when about the kind of the, the, the war time yeah. to be fair you weren't around then I mean that, that was that a something, something I'd like to do with Aberdeen it kind of tends to be you know the kind of history since obviously started supporting him in that but prior to that it'd be quite interesting to read up and kind of a bit more than what happened in the past and older players and stuff like that yeah, you're um, quite good when it comes to the kind of the, the kind of period that uh, well, what, what the Celtic has to I'd like to think I'm quite clued up but then like, you see like <laughs> Tommy McAnally and you go what? But, uh, 127 goals he scored he played for Celtic in 1919 and 1922 and 1925 to 1923 I, I, I can't even remember why I've seen his name recently it was something about oh you know what it was it was um, the number of goals scored in their debut season and I think he's second, he's second on the list Behind Joe McBride and Dembele's closing in and McAnally. Ah, it's what forty two is the record. Forty three, I think it is. McBride's 43's got the record. Yeah, right. And Dembele needed eleven goals. Yeah, he could do it in ten could, games. Uh, aye, I think was it McAnally had thirty nine or something. So he might catch McAnally. There's still time for him to do it and uh, to catch McBride, but I'd be very surprised if he does. Ah, you never know. Well, you know, you know that, I mean, that's the that's the other stat that McBride has got because McBride's uh, other claim to fame is he was the top scorer in Scotland the the season that Celtic won everything, sixty six, sixty seven, and he got injured in December and was out for the rest of the season. He st- still managed to be top scorer that season. Phenom- phenomenal goal scoring record McBride had. If he hadn't picked up that injury, actually, maybe in one of the all time greats. I tell you what, it's almost like that's just scripted because here we're talking about Dillon and then moving into Kilmarnock and Boyd. That was in that game we're talking about anyway. Yeah. If you're going alphabetical, just that's just. Oh, again, it was a it was a good one for Kilmarnock. That keeps them in touch for the the, the, the top, possible top six spot. And like you say, again, it was a late goal. It was a, the eighty fifth minute that Boyd got his goal. Yes, um, but looking at the highlights, it looked like County had the better chances, more chances, but Kilmarnock got on it, scored the goal, so. Yeah, they get the points. Yeah, uh, Cora Salmon's been an influence as well. He's, well I, I said this a couple of weeks ago as well. He seems to he seems to be playing better for Commander than he ever did for Hearts. I don't. I just yep. maybe maybe he just seems to fit better at Commander. He's got a goal scorer beside him as well. Yeah, someone that yeah, okay, yeah. probably more likely to be wanting so to t- get on the end of the things. Not Tony Watt, you mean? <laughs> Aye, exactly. Yeah, but it's made it's made Boyd better as well. I think having someone beside him. Aye, he seems to have got back on the score sheet again, Boyd. 
because Boitos tend to work better as part of a two as well. Um, so I think they're going well for Kilmarnock. Again, pretty good form as well, apart from the losses against Aberdeen. So. Uh, they're, they're only two behind, part of this also. Still a mega shout of that top six spot. It's interesting as well, obviously they've still not employed a new manager. Uh, McCulloch's still kind of caretaker, but I've seen... I don't see uh, him doing anything else. Well, i I seen McCulloch quoted though as saying he maybe doesn't fancy a management job, because since he's got a well, caretaker job, his f- phone line's a bit busy. <laughs> Get a lot of calls and he's don't know where he can be bored with it. <laughs> could be interesting. Could be interesting not to look at the fact of uh, Rangers and was it how are we pronouncing it? Kachina. Kachina, aye, that seems to be the uh, looking for a local assistant. Whether McCulloch would maybe be in the frame oh, for that. Oh, that's interesting. That's maybe a, that's maybe a like a shout. That's why that might be what happens. He's, um, he's no say to it as Pedro. Well, let's just go. Sure, not going to be Barry Ferguson. Who's obviously touting himself for the job. Oh, Barry Ferguson, whoever when it comes to these things. Um, to be fair, he does have his brother and what, the radio. That helps aye. tout him about. Uh, but McCulloch could be a decent shout. It's not bad. He's, he's, obviously, he's obviously doing a decent job. I think it'd be a waste, because I think he should, he should have a crack at the commandment job himself. Uh, he probably should. Uh, just, I suppose, it'll depend whether he, f- he fancies it. Yeah. Uh, if you get bored, then it's going to have to argue. <laughs> I, I didn't see the, the, the game yesterday, but when I'd seen... T- uh, I was watching sports in Ireland. I was like, "Oh, it's Pedro, Pedro Mendes beside Coutinho." Uh, I was thinking, "Oh, he must be maybe again the assistant manager job." And then a red eye. Coutinho's running our local assistant, and then Pedro Mendes is in fact his agent. Is he? Is Aye. Mendes doing these things. Oh. Yep, he's only thirty-eight. Mendes. Uh, Aye. Oh, Mendes. Uh, Coutinho's only about forty-six or something. So. Aye. Oh, these managers are all getting younger. It's frightening. I know, but we've even. I, there's even a situation now where there's managers that are younger than me. That's scary. Because Cathro's younger than oh, me. Cathro's younger than me, folk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, right. I mean, that's um, not so good. Alex Neal, obviously, he, he was Hamilton, just got bagged by Norwich, so he's 36, I think it is. 35, 36, still. He seems to have been around for ages. Yeah. Um, but last up on the Friday was. Saturday was St Johnson and Dundee. Yeah, two early goals, St Johnson. That was uh, uh, probably about time St Johnson got back on track because they haven't really been. They seem to be struggling with one. I went. They'd lost that last three at home. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, right that's, that. that's um, it keeps them in, on tabs with Hearts. Thanks for that. They obviously Hearts won at the weekend as well. Um, I'm sure Hearts and St Johnson we both have been hoping that. Rangers will drop points can close it up a bit. It's just as Aberdeen there. Aye, well St George's are closer to Rangers than what Rangers are to Aberdeen. Yeah, seven points in the moment, isn't it? Yep, yep, aye. So, aye. I think Harley was pretty disappointed with Dundee anyway. They didn't really excited much and he said it was our worst performance of the season. Yeah, there was just there was nothing in the highlights for Dundee. So... Bye, good victory for St. Johnson. That's the just to see how far off teams are from securing top six places, but they should be fine. There's five games left, so there's 15 Aye. points available. St. Johnson are nine ahead of Kilmarnock. So, still a couple of games away. Goal difference is far superior as well between St. Johnson and Kilmarnock. Uh, aye, aye, because Dundee are a bit closer to them on goal difference, even that's about nine goals. So. Aye. 
Um, but aye, that probably sums up Saturday quite well, I think. And then there was uh, the fixture on Sunday, which I think this is the first time we've actually managed to be able to speak about the fixture because every other podcast um, when we've tried one after the old firm has unfortunately not worked. Well, let's not get carried away because the recording might not work on us. Well, <laughs> what's the aye, jinx it? I know. <laughs> aye, it's probably, I probably I was going to swear there, but I won't. Aye, fingers crossed. Um, aye, it's. Uh, it's been funny because I've not, I've still not seen a Celtic Rangers game this season. Because I've, I've like the last couple of times I've been out walking the streets with the wee one, um, and this time I had to go to a kids party. <laughs> so I was. Oh, you went quiet there. See what you were saying about that drinks. You went quiet there. You went oh. drinks about the recording. All right. Fingers crossed it's all right. Yeah. No, I was saying I, I went to a kids party this week. So I haven't, I, I still haven't seen a Celtic Rangers game this season. Um, I was. Wondering about soft play when I got the I was getting, <laughs> I was getting the, the the Sky Sports updates, uh, so I got the, the 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 disappointing news for the last few minutes of the game. But um, I well I've seen I've seen like the highlights and I've seen plenty of the, the bits and pieces of what happened in the game and Celtic just went to the races. It's it's one of our worst performances of the season. I I think though I know sorry give me I was working but look at the highlights even though Celtic still had enough chances to win the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, it's, not as, it's not as if they were poor. Let, let's put it in perspective. The standards, yeah, standards are set. That's yeah. not been as good as what's gone before, but they still could have scored a few. I mean, I'm sure hard. Only from the highlights alone, apart from his goal, had three other chances. I'm sure was your best player by a country mile. Uh, um, he took his goal well, he even took the ball off. As well. uh, aye, but there was, a, there was some uh, calf injury or something they were saying. That's why he got subbed mm. off. Um, right. So... Like he, he was our best player. Uh, he took his goal well, took the ball off. I think it was Holt. He robbed for the the, the, the goal. Um, but I think the only other Celtic player who earned the stripes was Craig Gordon because he had a, a couple of good saves in the game. Um, yes. There was a one for Bycorn in the first half that uh, Boyata seemed to gift. Um, it was, was a, a second half one from Bycorn as well, wasn't there? Yeah, uh, there, was a, there was a second half one as well. And to be honest... He kind of had a good save for Heinemann for the goal as well. The yeah, yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not his fault Michael Lustig was asleep at the back post and let Clint Hill run past him. Clint Hill, who's about 95 years old, was more alert than Lustig. He's been embarrassed by that. Yeah. yeah uh, certainly. What are you going to say? No, I'm going to go. Oh, I was going to just men- mention about Rangers. Certainly they got a wee bit of credit last night in sports scene for the way they managed to press Celtic in the first half. But it's even looks like... When, when uh, back in at the end of December, there they, when they started the rebel and, and were pressing quite a, uh, quite a bit, so I think I think Rangers used their limited ability to the, be, the best that they could. Yeah, well, that's really like condescending. But <laughs> oh, I, I think that's the, I think that's a boss focus. Uh, yeah. Rangers used what they had to the best of their ability, um, and yeah. that coupled with the fact that most of the Celtic team had an off day meant that Rangers were able to take something to the game. Uh, I think as well. Aye, I think as well. While the talk and the build up to the the game as well, probably folk thinking I Celtic are going to win this easily. It, it, you said it in uh, Twitter. I think most folk thought it. That that's the dressing room talk. Yeah, you don't um, even need to do your talk. There you go. Definitely, you post and that one up saying. on the. the that's the, what I'm saying about you. Yep, go prove it wrong. Uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, both like the last twice that Celtic Rangers have met, I thought Rangers have have always been well up for it. Um, 
Oh, at Ibrox, it took Celtic that's a wee while to get going. That's a what it should be. Yeah, you should, when, when it's supposed to be a big derby. It shouldn't be hard to get up for this game. Um, and I would imagine that the next time the fixture comes round in the Scottish Cup semi-final, you would think Brendan Rodgers would use that performance to say, don't do that again, get out of there and, and play like we know you can. Yeah, obviously gives Rangers a bit of hope for that match as well. Well, yeah, the, the, the converse of that is Rangers go into that, Graham Murray's stepping out of the side now because Coutinho's uh, in. So Rangers will go in with a bit of hope, the new manager will have his own ideas, maybe he'll have seen a few things at the game on, on Sunday there that he, he could pick up on and, and use. Um, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting semi-final now. Aye. When well, so I'll many look. people were going, we oh, spent most of this week going, oh, I wonder how many Celtic will take off Rangers this time. Yep. And we'd have thought maybe they'd been somewhere in the semi-final, had they done so in the week, so. Well, well I think well, last week, I think you were when it thought it would be closest, I think. I, was, I said 2-1 Celtic, I was far away. Um, I may yeah, not have been far away had it not been for the referee. Aye, well, there should have been a penalty. Yeah, there's several major points. Stephen Jobs, that is on sports scene. I don't, but then I don't he did used to play for Rangers. Aye, that's it. Um, um, I don't get it because Stephen Thompson is a striker. You would think he would probably side with a striker, but no, he's yeah. just siding with his former employees. Um, but yeah, it was it, there was several decisions in that game. I don't know if, if you didn't see the game, you might not have seen it, but there's a there's a challenge that Kenny Miller puts in that Stuart Armstrong manages to get out of the way after about ten minutes in the game, where he jumps in out of control, two feet. It's the the, the poster boy example of what should be a straight red card. Aye, I've seen a bit of talk about it. Aye, aye, uh, but he never even got a foul. <laughs> just nothing for that one um, the one they did highlight on the uh, sports scene was the one that Hope put in and Paddy Roberts certainly a booking I thought uh, and some of the referees I think would give that as a red even again wasn't even a free kick because of the second assist a tackle you know that way yeah using your two legs to kind of well, what's it wasn't even a free kick so I mean question marks on that one as well Um the thing I've seen the Rangers fans complaining about was the Dembele dive. Um, I would probably agree with them on that one. I don't I think Dembele's legs go down. It's, it's it's actually quite similar to the penalty Rangers got the previous week against Hamilton and that there's an arm, but the arm doesn't do anything. Aye, but yours. And the legs give way, except this time the Rangers fans are crying uh, dive when last week they were going, nope, penalty. Aye, but you also had uh, Wagon trying to cheat when he went shoulder to shoulder with Bayata. Um, and I'll, 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 no, I'll give Wycon the benefit of the doubt there. I think Boyata's just think stronger. So? Aye, I think, uh, right, I mean, you, you claim it if you're a striker, but I think it was just Boyata standing his ground. And uh, Wycon's bounced off him. I think he probably does go down under, under, in that uh, situation. So, no, nah, I wouldn't say it was in there in that one. Um, the only other thing I've seen suggested for the Rangers fans was um, <laughs> when I first read about it, it was an elbow by Scott Brown on Holt. But when I seen the, the the footage back, it's first of all he puts his arm across. It's not his it's, yeah. it's his hand that makes contact in his face, not his arm. And then Hope was doing like he's been shot. So technically, I would suggest that was more of a dive than Dembele did. I had one an Armstrong run through. Um, I think it was might have been. I remember seeing it as well in sports scene. Yeah, the the, the big uh, decisions of penalty at the end, um, where Clint Hill manages to get away with tackling Lee Griffiths at waist height. Without touching the ball, um, I think Stephen Thompson was right to point out that there was probably a foul outside the box. But I've seen uh, several people point out that the referees are instructed to say if a foul continues into the box, it's a penalty, not a free kick. So I think the debate then becomes: 
it's, is it two separate fills? I suppose it technically is because there's a yeah. pullback and then there's a, a, the, the ridiculous challenge at waste height. Um, so, well, maybe maybe you could use that as an argument to a free kick outside the box, but you would want to give the advantage to the striker, surely. And there's no, there's no doubt to me that not only is that a penalty, it's a red card because he's pulling the trigger before he does it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Griffiths is in, like, there's a very good chance Griffiths is going to score. It's a good angle. Um, it's Lee Griffiths who last season got 40 goals. So if, if he gets that, uh, it's going to be 2-1 Celtic, I would think. Yeah. Um, but as, as the referee, again, I mean, there was, was, I've seen a few people suggesting the referee was unsighted, but the, there was a there was a clear view behind the goal on sports scene uh, last night that Michael Stewart pointed out. He's got a perfectly clear view of what's happened. So, um, no, I'm not, I'm not buying that one. Bobby Madden's uh, assisted Rangers in getting a, a point out of that game. Yeah, well, uh, there will be people who suggest that it's a conspiracy, and oh, Bobby Madden used to be a season ticket holder at Ibrox. I've said countless times the referees in Scotland are rotten. Aye, aye. Well, that that probably kind of summarises anyway the the weekend fixtures. Moves us into the Scotland squad. Talk of Armstrong, he's in the squad. Yes, uh, I think I think that was probably the one that everyone would agree was deserved. Yeah, it's just been long overdue. Maybe he deserved that call up. So, yep, good to see. A um, couple of new call ups. Um, Kearney at Fulham, who by all accounts has been terrific this season. Don't, um, I don't see any English Championship football, so I can't say. No, I was going to say uh, I've, I've never actually heard them until this Scotland's good. But that's I can only I don't watch English football. I I can only go by his starts in terms of he's got something like seven goals, seven assists, which is reasonable for a midfielder. Uh, Ryan Fraser, which I'm pleased to see. But being an ex Aberdeen player, I think he probably deserves it as well. Yep, closest uh, Aberdeen players got to the squad. Aye, well, uh, could be a good impact player as well, because a lot of times for Bournemouth this season it has been as an impact player, he's made an impression. Um, I think against Liverpool especially, can I keep on changing the game? I think he won't mad the match in about the space of 30, only a 35 minute appearance. Um, plays on the left as well, so it could be a good one. Uh, Matt Phillips is back in the squad, who by all accounts has been having a terrific season for West Brom. So certainly options there. Um Wider there's as you mentioned, I again no Aberdeen players and it's it's difficult. I don't think anyone's saying I any Aberdeen players should be necessarily starting. But I think for them to be ignored when we've been so good for so long. Uh, McLean and Shinny are the, the two probably only ones I would say that should be in contention. I think, McLean, I think that- the problem that Shinny has is we seem to have an abundance of left backs with no right backs whatsoever. Still playing left back. I know no, that's the thing. Midfield. We talk about how good he is at left back, and then Aberdeen continuing to play at left midfield. Um, um, again, we're probably pretty strong down the left hand side. Um, aye. So it's However, difficult for him. But I mean, McLean is probably the other one that you say is worth a shout, and he, he's not really competing with Alexi Armstrong for that position, is he? I would say. What Strachan might think is that Klein would maybe be competing with Barry Bannon. Because if you look at kind of Bannon, he's probably yeah, regarded as being the, maybe the best passing midfielder we've got. Um, so that's only thing I can maybe think why McLean not being included. But I suppose McLean was close to being included, but you think it's a score of 30. If he's if he's not getting included just now, it's kind of getting, going to get tougher for him. Um I suppose as well he's competing against like Sir Fletcher and McCarthy who are both playing down south which automatically means they're getting picked pretty much 
So, bye, disappointing, because McLean's been in terrific form since, especially since Madison went, you know, growing into the um, midfield role in terms of sometimes playing deeper, but he's getting more attacking now again. Probably, as Michael Stewart did say, needs to get back to scoring a bit more, a few more goals. If he can do that, then it'd be pretty hard to, to leave him out. Um, and Shinny, and somebody's a Shinny, he's not played right back for a while, but he has been so short of right backs, he has played right back in the past. Um, so it could be a shoot. I think I think the shoots for right back are probably either Akechi Anya, who seems to be getting played there, or um, Andrew Robertson, who seems who, who's been suggested to me that um, by Scott in the football net Twitter um, that he could play right back. But yeah, it's it's, it's the one area we seem to be really struggling in. Well, there's been talking about before because it's not the first time that he's called up three left backs. Um, because I mean, even there have been talk at some time, we've been saying, oh, well, maybe you could actually play Tierney in front of Robertson. Maybe against tougher opponents. <laughs> that could work quite well. <sighs> but, see what happens. I, I'm not even that. I'm not even excited about the games, I'll be honest with you. No, that's uh, I've seen Strachan saying that the, the, the games are a must win, but we've said that like, for the last two or three. Exactly, yeah. Uh, they didn't win any of them. So I think that, I mean, I think... Both me and you would say this, the, the qualifications already beyond us. Um, yeah. Who knows? I mean, if we win this game, then let's see what happens to the rest of the group. But nah, I think we'll struggle to win this game. Well, never mind anything else. I think the other problem we've got is we don't have any quality at centre back. There's just, I mean, I can't even criticise Strachan for us because I can't think of anybody to play at centre back. Well, why? There just isn't anybody. Um, Does that? And we also we- don't have goal scorers at the moment. Because that, when you look at the list of goal scorers, you're looking at Jordan Rhodes, who's about three, who's keeping Stephen Fletcher out of the Sheffield Wednesday team. Lee Griffiths can't get in for Dembele. Yep. Chris Martin, I still don't rate as a striker at all. Um, Naismith, is he doing, what is he doing for Norwich? I've no well, idea. Well, not much. A lot of times he's not even been in the squad for Norwich yeah. this season. So, yeah, so. aye, it's pretty, pretty dire there as well. Yeah, Naismith's probably the one I could consider has always done it at Scotland level. Um, Fletcher's quite good at scoring against the Gibraltars in Asperger, but not playing Gibraltar, so... Aye. If, you, if he's played no strikers this time, it'd be, don't get anyone with the be that bothered. Snodgrass is... It's not about scoring goals anyway. Aye. Yeah. Snodgrass is the only other place I can see goals coming in that team. Which is... Still a, is aye. Still a talk of, like, whether at some point to ever try and work up front. Yeah, yeah, he's, um, he's obviously the <laughs> the one that's not playing in, in the UK because he's at, he's at Leipzig. Aye, um, I hope. But yeah, I mean, when you look at the squad, there's other than the Celtic players, you've got Lee Wallace at Rangers, you've got John McGinn at Hibs, and everybody else plays in England. Yep. Apart from the formation of obviously. It's quite it's quite funny when you think we can't get any Aberdeen players in the squad, but John McGinn plays in the, the second tier, is there? Yeah, I have nothing against Sean McGinn as well because it's times when he has played for Scotland he's been decent, but... No, but it's, it's the same argument you had for not picking Rangers players last season. Who are you playing against? I know. He's fact, obviously... it's, it's usually the argument for not picking anybody in Scotland. Who are you playing against? Yeah, Strachan's obviously just decided that he likes him. Yeah. And that's right. it. He's that, very stubborn. That's usually enough for you. If Strachan likes you, he'll, he'll continually pick you. Um, it's harder. Again, that's harder to get Stephen that Fletcher's on why? Why? Why is Stephen Fletcher there? If, if Jordan Rhodes is keeping him out of the team, who knows? Why? Why is a five striker in Mendy's only going to play one? Probably. Well, you know that way. It's... You need a bit three at best. Maybe yeah. four. 
We keep wanting to play one and then bring one off the bench and then swap them. But ho- hopefully at least I like some maybe Fraser and Phillips and that get actually a chance, as opposed to just to go and miss old. Because you keep saying, "Oh, why these players is there anything better?" Well, hopefully there is because th- th- it's not working and yeah. it's not been working for a few. There's a players there that have been involved for however many campaigns and been unsuccessful. So maybe it's time just to disregard them and just go to youth. Possible. I know. If, if, yeah. as the campaign goes anywhere, it continues to go the way it's been going, then I, I don't see much point in doing anything else. Aye. Um, you... th- there's probably a question. There's an opportunity here because we've got Canada a few days before we play the, the important qualifier. Yes. Uh, do you, what do you do with the Canada game? Do you obsess over the, the, the FIFA World Rankings as per usual and put out your strongest team, or do you actually use a friendly to try things? Aye. And even if you are trying things against Canada, how good are Canada? With no disrespect. I mean, I don't know. It's but at least I give them a shout, give them a try. Yeah. Um, and even when I'm saying as well about these so-called going with youth, there's not really any real young young players. Okay, Tierney. But apart from that, Tierney McGinn. I mean, McGinn's get loads of experience at club level, so it's not as if. And then Tierney's got pretty much pretty a lot of experience now as well. Also, yeah. as well, he's got the benefit of champ. That's it. Champions League football as well. Yeah, since, since he last played in the Scotland, he's, uh, he, he he's been playing Champions League. In fact, he'd have you scored in the Champions League. And it was given to his own goal, but I'm, I'm still giving it to you. <laughs> so, aye, we'll see what happens, but aye, I, I don't hold out much hope. I don't even have any interest in, in going. Tickets are pretty expensive as well, I think. I, I, got, um, mine, I got mine when the season ticket came out, so uh, since I didn't make the first game, I've got like three or four tickets sitting in the room now that was kind of I feel, aye, like, I feel like I have to much. use even though we're already out aye. so um, aye, I'll probably go up, I will go but. you'll probably find this, this, this because it'll be half full 25,000 I mean that's going to be terrible you'll, you'll struggle to get anything beyond which already football already have the season ticket stuff so it's uh, Aye, it's, it's, I, don't, I'm, I don't think anybody's excited about it. No, we should probably move on before we depress ourselves even further. Aye, probably. Uh, can, can I just go back to a point about... Well, aye. I missed about Celtic, about how that ended their, their, their winning streak at 22, which is three uh-huh. short of Celtic's own Scottish record of 25, which was set in 2003-04. Um, and with, was seven short of the world record, sorry, the European record, which uh, Benfica held at 29. Since uh, 1971-73, it's uh, interestingly it's exactly the same number that TNS had this season, or last season uh, when they did it in 2016, 22 in Wales. Aye, um, and it's the best Rangers I've ever managed because he had 22 back in 1898-99. <laughs> yeah. That's about the time that they won every single game in the league. Aye. There was a season in Scottish football where Rangers won 18 out of 18. And it was really then. I, I, think it, I think it was just, uh, the season after Celtic had won 15 and drawn 3 and lost none. That's only two times that uh, any any Scottish teams went unbeaten the entire season. Back in, but you played 18 games, not 38. So. I that, that's still available to Celtic because a draw isn't a defeat. It so, is. Yeah, it's still a long way to go with that, right enough, because you still need to go to Petodre, you still need to go to Ibrox. And... Aye, as we said last week, once the league's won, complacency. Aye. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, that same season, 03-04, when they, when they had the twenty-five wins, they, they set the record. 
was the same season that Celtic were unbeaten until they clinched the title, then lost at the very next game to Aberdeen. Yeah. Bye. That moves us on to the predictions and first up on Saturday, Aberdeen versus Hearts. So Aberdeen are three to four, draws eleven to four, and Hearts are nineteen to five. That's got to be an Aberdeen one. I cannot see anything else. So I will, I'll, I'll give Hearts the benefit of the doubt, and I'll say one 0 Aberdeen. And I think another tight one. Um, Aye, well, a lot of games are kind of... That'll be our third when they win a, a row at home, um, if that was the case. Aye. We'll go... 2-1, Aberdeen, on that one. Um, you've then, later on, 3 o'clock kick-offs. I'm just going by the way the book I've got it. So, Rangers versus Hamilton. Rangers are 1-3. The draw is 22-5, and Hamilton are 17-2. Uh, I think Rangers should win probably quite comfortably Coutinho's first match George don't think it'll be as big as the, the cup win I'm going to go 3-0 Rangers I might go 4-0 just to match Hamilton's result at Dinkersle 4-0 right um, then it's Kamarik against Partick Thistle Kamarik a 5-2 pretty big price at home considering their recent form draw is 12-5 and Thistle are 28 20, so there's value to be had wherever you went there uh, the, in that match. There's an argument for this being the second biggest game of the, 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 the weekend, given the, the, the top sixes up for grabs. There. But um, I might have to go. Thistle don't really concede too many, other than that stupid like, goal they get there. So I'll maybe say 1 0. I was actually thinking the same. Uh, I was contemplating a Desmond until. Aye, I was thinking, aye, Thistle, they don't score too, it's not like they score a lot of goals, they don't concede a lot of goals, so I one all would be a sensible bet, and also as well, it would tie in with the start that uh, there's been under two and a half goals scored in Partick Thistle's last nine games, so aye. it would tie in, <laughs> it would tie in very well with that. Um, let's stop, Motherwell against St. Johnson, Motherwell 23-10, draws 12-5, St. Johnson 5-4, I don't think Motherwell are capable of keeping a clean sheet. Um, and then again, St. Johnson don't score many goals. I actually think it could be another 1-0 here. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Um, so, that's fine with that. Uh, and then I last up, yeah, Highland Derby. So, again, there's value to be had here because Inverness are 8-5. The draw is 12-5 and County are 7-4. Inverness are 8 to 5. Oh, 8 to 5, right? I don't know. That's a, a very tough one to call because this really could go anyway. Um, I, might, I might take the, the Desmond for this one, too. I was thinking the same, my Desmond. Aye. <laughs> right. uh, so, yep, yeah, 2 0. It would tie in great as well because both of them are. Inverness have drawn sits at home, County have drawn. Five away, so aye. Yeah. Um, and then the Sunday fixture, Dundee against Celtic. <laughs> Dundee are fourteen to one at home. That's ridiculous. Uh, it's, it's crazy. The draw is six to one, and Celtic are one to five. 
It does. I mean, I must admit, it seems unlikely that Celtic will follow up one of only two draws of a domestic last season with another non-win. <laughs> but um, you never know. I mean, it was a struggle for Celtic up there um, the last time they played there. I think it was one 0 if I remember rightly. Um, so I don't know. Um, well, Harley will be looking for a performance after what happened on Saturday. So, but you would still think Celtic should should be too good. I would think so. I'll, be, I'll maybe go two 0 Celtic this thing. I right, that's I, I I was genuinely thinking the same as well. That would be Celtic's biggest win over Dundee this season because the other games were two one at Celtic Park and uh, one 0 at uh, Dens Park in October. So that's been tight. Two tight games we've done. Um, so, and like I say, um, if this if Hearts were to beat Aberdeen, Celtic could clinch the title against Dundee. I don't see it happening. But. Aye. So in terms of for the charity bet. The first one I want to check to see a lot of interest is if there is a price yet on under two and a half goals in the match on McBook 8. Uh, what game's us? The Kilmarnock Thistle. Aye, there is a price. Now, under two and a half goals is four to six. Mm. If we wanted to go for that. There's a value in that though. Well, it's better, va- it's better value than some of the bets we've had because I think last week we had our both at 4-7. Oh, we, we picked Hearts at 4-6 last week. Aye. So it could be a contender. We'll see what else there is, obviously. But Aberdeen? No, not allowed. I, I know you don't want to put Aberdeen in the charity bet, no, but I guarantee no, you that's a banker. No allowed. Banned. <laughs> no, no happening. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they are. Times we have, I it's ended up drinking them. So no. You, see if we took Aberdeen as bet, it would be the other team that screwed it up. <laughs> no, that's no, a that no, Aberdeen no. in that game. No, no happening. Wasting money on Aberdeen myself. Um, uh, what else is there? Let's see. I'm, all, I'm almost inclined at this point to just go bonkers bet. So. Well, Johnson Johnson, 35 to draw. Uh, Commander Party Thistle, 35 to draw. Get a double, do that, two draws. Where do you want to go first? Commander Party Thistle, draw. Well, Johnson, draw. Do I go two draws? We could do. Why not? Everybody's honking this season. We may as well go for something that just seems daft. Right. Aye, sort it. Let's go then. 12 to 5. Double. So, Kamarnik, Thistle, Manuel v. St. Johnston. They always say don't back in draws, but it doesn't matter. Aye. What else are we going to do? We've noticed that the one Aye. bankers recently, so. Yeah, exactly. two draws. So, so for us, it's don't bet in anything. Uh, £10 in that, £115.60. There you go. Oh, there we go. One point. Right, okay. Uh, goal scorer. Ah, where, are, where are we going for a goal scorer? Do, 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 do. Is Cummins suspended for Hibs? Or does he... I don't know. Does he get to play this game? Just in case. Right, so we can't go for him then. Um, let's see... 
Nothing is jumping at me. The only thing maybe best that like start tight would be going for Ian Russell again because he injured at home at Stenhouse Muir. But Stenhouse Muir bought my table, but no, I say ten points between. Aye, let's go fourth with that. and ten in that league. Go with that. Aye, I did score as well at weekend, Russell. Aye, aye, you got one out of four. So aye, aye. we'll get we'll get the odds for that late in the week. And aye, I think that's it. I think that's us. Put a fork in us. <laughs> We're done. Aye, I managed to stay quite calm. I thought I was going to get more angry about the referee. Nah, I'm too much. When, when Celtic have dropped like four points this entire season, it's kind of hard to get disappointed. But it's just who you drop points against that kind of frustrates you. And how? It's like, uh, refereeing aside, I'm disappointed that most of the Celtic team were wrong. Aye, but if you say the grand scheme of things. Aye. The grand scheme of things, it's six points four, for the title. Four points have only been dropped in the league, which Aye. is a phenomenal record, so. And hey, it took, it, it, they've done you a favour because that's two less points that uh, just picked up at the, the weekend than you did. Aye, so. and the goal, it's eight points plus there's effectively an extra point for the goal difference. Aye, true. Aye. Well, see, see, if you, see if they pop you by a point, you can come back and complain about it. You can point at this game and go, see, I know, you should have that. It's up to ourselves <laughs> to do the business, not to anyone else. Um, so, I would just like it to be clinched before a split. That would be lovely. For us to clinch second before a split, but we'll see what happens. Should we play them just before a split as well. Ah, that could that could do it. Did he drop another three points be, uh, before that? Which would be nice. But aye, that should be us. And cheers, Chris. Cheers, Sweet. See you later. Bye. <laughs>